back to episode 33 of the TundraCast, and today I'm joined by Shay. What's up? And Dank. Hola, Rossi. Hola, Shay. And today we're going to be talking about the Stanley Cup Conference Finals and about other news around the league, and today we're going to be starting off with the uh, Seattle Kraken co-chiring of Dave Haxtall. It was kind of weird because um, I didn't hear Haxel's name at all before he was hired. I thought they would probably go for um, Rick Tockett or um, a guy like Bruce Brudro. And, I mean, his, his record in Philly is just not good, man. Um, in his first season, they went 41-27-14. Fifth in the Metro, they lost in the first half of the Caps. 16-17, they missed. 17-18, and 14 Lost in six to the Pittsburgh Penguins. In his third year, he got he went 12, 15, and 4. And what I've heard from Philly fans is that his system is just garbage. Uh, he he makes the worst lineup changes. Like, I think a couple years ago, he um, I think he scratched Provorov and Limblom in exchange for Yuri Laterra and Andrew McDonald or something like that. It was, I don't know why, but that's the, that's the stuff I heard he does. He just makes the stupidest coaching decisions. Uh, his system's just not good enough. He's not really a player's coach. Um, you know, I just don't like this hiring for Seattle. And maybe, maybe he's changed his ways from Philly. I don't know. He was pretty good as the Leafs PK coach. But um, I don't know, man. It's just this seems just like it's a terrible hiring. And any hope of Seattle being as good as Vegas is out the window. I I. I... I actually tend to disagree. The the first moment I felt like Seattle's like invitation of Vegas was out the window when they hired Jason Barterville from Buffalo. Oh yeah. That was just a worst thing you can do as like as an organization, in my opinion. But I digress. I'll I'll let Rossi take his opinion first. I mean you you had Seattle had like the the biggest names, I guess, would be Tockett, uh, Tortorella, and Boudreaux, and you know, I guess, and Gallant. But you know, he went to the Rangers, and I really thought that the smartest choice would be to take either Tockett or Tortorella. I would have gone with Tockett because he's a very defensive-minded coach, and they're going to get very defensive players in the expansion draft. But they went completely off the board and just put Hackstall in, and I just do not degree, agree with the signing whatsoever. I don't think it's going to last two seasons, honestly. I, I'm just I'm just looking at this and I'm thinking that, like, maybe they're not thinking that to imitate Vegas, like deep down their heads, if, she, if stuff goes haywire, because and they're just – Maybe banking on the fact that he's over or close to two decades experience in like youth, well, here's like the thing. youth hockey and college hockey, but that doesn't translate sometimes. Here's the thing: uh, Seattle's owner is, I think, around in the sixties. Vegas's owner is in his mid seventies. I think, um, uh, I think Bill Foley, who's the owner of the Vegas Golden Knights, wanted Vegas to win a cup right away because he's spending a lot of money on the no. No, no, no! It's true. This has been reported. Not really, but at the same time, Dang, they it's been reported. 
at the same time, at first, they did get a few draft picks. But, like, deep down in my head, I, I felt like as soon as they got Smith and Marshall, I felt like they're – a lot of people were doubting at first that that Vegas no, was trying to be no, yeah, Aaron Drager just said today, Bill Foley is an impatient dude. He's in his mid-70s. He wants to want to cut bad. My point is I don't think – I don't think with Seattle's owner they're going to be more patient. That's my point. Yeah, I, I think Seattle's going to be more aggressive than Vegas was. I don't think so. Um, like Vegas was at the right spot at the right time when everyone was in, inexperienced when it came to expansions, and they banked on that. Seattle. Like the thing with Seattle is that like GMs are gonna most GMs are still there and they're gonna know unless they're very gullible. They're gonna know like the ins and outs because they've been through this before. I mean, no, they're, just, they're, they're just, still gonna have to make the trades because there's a lot of players that they're gonna lose that they're gonna want to keep. Yeah. So no, they're exactly. still they're still gonna make the same trades that they made with Vegas. Yeah, I, but it's, it's gonna be it's less inevitable because just how many vital players. Seattle can take from each team because whether you want to believe it or not, expansion drafts, the last two expansion drafts have been extremely new team friendly. And yeah, so Seattle's just getting. Seattle's going to be able to take what they want, and it's going to be up to the GMs to make trades to keep what they Their players. They're keep their key players. Yeah. So no. Uh, NHL GMs will still make the same mistakes because that, that's what they have to do to keep some of their good players around. I just don't think there's going to be, you know, a, a real Riley Smith 2.0 because when Riley Smith was available, you had a bad contract. So um, Seattle Seattle's still going to be decent. I don't think they're going to be at Vegas good. Um, I mean, they, they won't have a Mark andre Fleury-type guy available at least this year. So... Um, I think they're going to be more patient this time around. Um, with Vegas, uh, I think they really rushed it uh, since they made it to the playoffs in their first year. But no, I think Seattle's going to be a lot more patient this time around. And I guess we can just go on to the to the Cup Final preview now. Um, so unless you've been living under a rock, the Cup Finals are going to be Tampa Bay against the Canadian and Montreal. Um, it's going to be a fun matchup. I cannot wait for this, um, obviously. Me being Canadian, I got to cheer for the Cavs. Um, and I'm guessing most people are cheering for the Habs because most people do not want to see Tampa Cup again. And uh, it'd, be, it'd be awesome to see Carey Price with the Stanley Cup. Yeah, um, my opinion, I don't want to see another team repeat. Um, and not only that, I just don't like Tampa at all, so... I'm definitely going to go for Montreal. I'm a bit pessimistic as a Habs fan. I just am. I mean, I've, I've seen this before. We get hope, and then all of a sudden it just gets squandered. All right. I and mean, hope going... you're in the cup finals. Listen, 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 listen. I, I'm looking at this and feel like this is too good. As a Habs fan, this is way too freaking good. Because, like, I felt like we were going to be like out of the first round. And then Toronto just did a Toronto. And then Winnipeg just did a Winnipeg. Actually, like, well, no, I mean, not really. They didn't have a tall for defenseman in their first line center. 
Winnipeg, Winnipeg just like screwed up, like coaching, coaching wise, and like injury wise, and just, just overall like you know, discipline wise, they screwed right. up. Then what? What argument did you make against Vegas? Montreal shut down Vegas. Vegas top line. Vegas, Vegas didn't play bad. Vegas had Vegas, but here's the thing: you said you said last podcast about how Pierre DeBoer is is should be taken seriously. Sometimes he makes the worst mistakes and the bad call, bad decisions. Well, yeah, like that's and they Montreal took that to their advantage for a bit with Mark Andre Fleury. And they, they just took advantage of how the defense because generates most of the offense. And Petrangelo, Martinez, Theodore, they're the main offense, if you think about it. Heck, they're, they're the most, mostly what generated the offense against Montreal or the goals. It's just like, and I see Tampa, and it's just like they have. A much deeper team. If they shut a much deeper team than any other opponents combined, even analytically, and it's just unless they get injured, it's and Vassy's like 2014 price on steroids. Here's my oh. thing about Tampa, though. Right now, Kucherov is injured. Uh, Kucherov's playing. He's still playing. Uh-huh. He's still playing, but here's the he's thing. injured. Tampa Bay has struggled against defensive-minded teams in the past. 2018, they couldn't beat Barry Trotz. They couldn't beat Barry Trotz. Uh, what? 2018, yeah. they couldn't beat Barry Trotz. Oh, yes, yes. I'm thinking you still on the list. 2019, they lost to Columbus. They got swept. 2020. Don't, don't laugh. It, it was 2020, they, they had a hard time beating down. They had a hard time beating the Islanders in Dallas, two defensive-minded teams. They ended up winning the Cup that year, yes, but they struggled against them. 2020, you know, this year, they could barely beat the Isles in seven games. The Islanders could have stole that series. So, no, Tampa has a hard time against defensive-minded teams, and that's what Montreal does. Here's the thing, though. Montreal has better offensive weapons than the Isles. And they have a way better netminder. So no, I have, no, I, no, no. Vassie is Vassie as far as I, no. I'm, I meant they have a better netminder. Still in their prime. Dank. They have a better netminder than the Islanders. I'm comparing Montreal to the Islanders. Uh, yes, but uh, is so it no. good enough to stop Vassie? Well, if the Islanders can take Vassie to seven games, Montreal can too with better offensive players. I got you right there. So it's gonna be a longer. It's gonna be a longer series. I know you're pessimistic. I'm just stating the facts. This is gonna be a long series. You think they're gonna shut down point? You think our PK is gonna be good enough for that? Like, no shut. Hey, hey, to no shut down Matthews. Yeah, no but Matthew, sh- what, no, Matthews no and Martin down- weren't playing up to the game. They weren't Dang. playing up the part. Stop being pessimistic and look actually at the basic facts. Deno has is probably is the best shutdown center. So far, these playoffs, he is, and he's been showing his worth. He shut down Connor McDavid during the regular season. He shut down a lot of these top-notch players. Well, yes, he shut down Stone, but like he hasn't faced off against. We haven't faced off against like an elite team like Tampa. Toronto's an elite team. Toronto, they just can't, they yeah, just can't yeah, play defense. Yeah. 
Yeah, Toronto's an elite team for, and they can't get out of the first round for how what long? Okay, okay, listen, listen, right now in the regular season, guess what forward on Nashville shut down point the most? Duchesne. No, it was Sissons. Oh. So yeah, Sissons is amazing defensively, but Denol is on another level. So you can't just be pessimistic. Yeah, everybody's pessimistic when it comes to their team. I'm a main product of that. I am so pessimistic. I had said that that Carolina was going to beat us in four games, and each score was going to be like ten nothing. And you, so just take a step back, look at the facts, and just realize that you need to like keep it professional because we can't be having a thirty minute podcast. Where people, two people are arguing about one thing for the same five seconds. I just, I just, I just, I just think Tampa's going to take it again. Well, probably, but be just be happy and be optimistic about your team here. It's the Stanley Cup playoffs. These, these are the most unpredictable playoffs in in sport, and you can't tell me otherwise. Unless Point magically gets injured, or Vasi just. Magically, that's injured too. I don't see Montreal taking it. But there's been countless of, uh, of occurrence where the better team loses in the finals. Be happy and be optimistic. All the half sides I'm talking about are optimistic. Don't be pessimistic about your team, Dick. Um, but you've seen our GM. You've seen the trades he tends to make. I'm just saying, if he's going to get either too excited next year and then start thinking differently, taking a different route. The trade he made has worked out, though. All the moves he's made have worked out. Short-term-wise, how about long-term-wise? What is is long-term? If they do it right now, you're in the cup final. He fleeced. Okay, okay, next series. Next is a series. Tampa Islanders. I'm not going to arguable version. Next series, because I mean, we didn't, has... we didn't we didn't even cover the the entire series. It was just talking about the preview. We never even covered Montreal versus Vegas. Okay, just no. Okay, um, just I don't know what Bergeron has to do with this. By the way, Dank. Uh, nice. so, um, let's talk about Vegas now. They, they just they just don't. I don't know what it is with that team. They just for whatever reason cannot close out a series. You want to hear? I, and I, I don't know, know what it is. I know what it is. What? It's what? the fact that no, none of their big forwards scored in that series. Their defense oh, yeah. collapsed many, many times. The defense looked more like Tampa's defense during that series. They, they, they continued to play Flurry even when he was struggling, and then when they put in Leonard, he wins, and Vegas still uh, gets mad at Leonard. And Even though it's Flurry's fault. And then Flurry again. Or it benches Leonard again for Flurry, and then they end up losing again. I I it's 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 the fans, in my opinion, and the fans are a big problem because I, I personally believe the fans uh pressured uh DeBoer into putting back Leonard in and I or not Leonard in uh, Flurry and and I think like I think if Leonard plays uh, after that one flurry mistake where he costed the, you know, the, where he costed Vegas the win, if Leonard plays from then on, I think Vegas moves on. Probably. I mean, yeah. Leonard had incredible two games. 
Yeah, and absolutely yes. Because I don't know, DeBoer decided to like put Flurry in game game five, and I absolutely screwed it for like for like for Vegas. Yeah, because like from then on, if they played game four, despite the refs' absurd decisions, like Chris Lee screw that guy. Like, yeah, screw him, but Rainer shut down Montreal. They shut them down. He shut down Caulfield, like, except for maybe game six. But, like, he shut down the fours with amazing saves at the right time. And he made up for what he did in Colorado, the game one. And the the board's incompetence to, like, not put him forward cost them. And that's why he's telling me, he says that, like, the board's a great coach, but he, he screws up at the wrong times. And people tend to overhype him a little bit too much. I would still prefer Galanta over him. Right. Yeah, I, I think if Vegas plays Leonard and not Flurry, they go on. And I know a lot of people who are going to watch this are going to get mad at me for that because everybody's all, always on the Flurry train and everybody all year had been uh, you know, doubting me. And saying everything negatively about me when I said Leonard is the better goalie of the two. And he will be the better goalie of the two. He's the guy who you want starting in the playoffs. Everybody still went after me. And I was right. So if Leonard plays, they move on. Yeah. Um, and for Vegas, I think they just need a number one center. Like, did that really show that series that they need a number one center? I get there and missing Chandler Stevenson, but even then, he's not your number one C. And I've been saying this for like a good two weeks. If Vegas loses, they should go after Jack Eichel. He'd be a perfect first line center for them. Yeah, but here's the thing they're already strapped to the cap. They're going to need to make, make they room need to sacrifice a big chunk for him. Okay, so Eichel makes what, $7 million? Ten million. Should... No, no, no. He yeah, makes ten million. Okay, okay, yes, he makes ten million. You trade Flurry, that's seven million gone, and you got to clear three more mil left. Like honestly, they can get, they can easily get Jack Eichel if they really wanted to. They can really get Jack Eichel for that one C. If not, there's tons of other guys available. Ah, uh, that's my prediction right now. Vegas is going to make a trade for a first line center, some, some way, and somehow. It's probably going to involve at least a first-round pick, Cody Glass, they and still, someone else. They still got Nicholas Roy to sign. He was an RFA next season. He's not going to get anything. He's going to get, like, what, one and a half max? He's still – he's – I don't know. Whatever. They're going to be strapped up to the cap. Okay, but, yeah, I mean, everyone – I mean, unless you do caps or convention, but whatever. Um, but, yeah, case – but my our point is Vegas – Chokes again. Uh, their Twitter page is now shut up. Good. Hate their Twitter page. Their fans, besides a few 2% that are actually know shit about hockey, uh, mauled. And, um, yeah, go Habs, go. Now we're going to the Isles in Tampa Bay. Um, I I thought this series was going to be pretty bad. It was actually pretty fun, pretty entertaining, especially like the last three games. Um, first of all, uh, to Isles fans, uh it's a good team. I mean, it's not. I mean, a talented team, but it's a good team. 
and you're going to be back here next year for sure. Um, Barry Trotz, best coach probably in the world. Uh, and you guys did well. You should really be happy about yourselves. You just faced a damn good hockey team. And for Tampa, um, they're probably going to cup again. But just so you know, no one's going to be cheering for you. Uh, but, um, yeah, it was just a great – it was an entertaining series. Um, you know, I think the lot – I mean, Anders Lee just – the loss of Anders Lee for the entire playoffs have really hampered the Islanders. And if I, I say if Anders Lee plays this series, I was could have taken the seven-game series just because you have that captain presence and you have another guy that can get you the clutch goals. Um, the goaltending wasn't great. I mean, Sorokin was pretty – Matt Vlarov was solid besides game five, I believe, yeah. I wouldn't blame Sorokin, to be honest. He, he hasn't faced that a Tampa team, a lead of a Tampa team. And he was also just thrown in there at the wrong time, which I, which is kind of bad for like a rookie goaltender, even if he has an experience in Russia. It's, it's bad. Yeah. And <sighs> there's a couple of guys for the Islanders that are RFAs. One guy's Adam Pellick. The guys can get like five million. The Isles are really strapped for cap, man. They're gonna be screwed for cap space, and. Um, that probably means you have to like, let another guy go, like they did with Devon Taves last year. I mean, no, if the Islanders had Devon Taves, maybe they do win the series. Like, there's so many variables about the Islanders that can go either way. Um, another thing I want to talk about it about is the fans. Holy crap, they were wild. It, it made Islander like it made the Islander home games feel insane. That was a great atmosphere. Um, poor Frankie Borelli, by the way, but um. Yeah, it was just a great series. Um, I was surprised Kucherov played Game 7. I thought they would have just rested him, especially how good Tampa was. Um, I don't yeah. think they were with that, to be honest. I don't think they were. He's a key performer on the power play. I don't yeah, think oh, they I mean, were with that. Especially in the Game 7. You wouldn't have risked that. I mean, you even saw in Game 6 or in the power play, they needed him badly. Like, they, that power play looks so bad without him. Hey, you can't just say, like, oh, yes, let's rest, rest like Kucherov on the game seven. You need him. Right, right. Uh, Rossi, any thoughts? I, 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 to be honest, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to say besides you guys. Uh, the Islanders played their heart out. But man, this this Tampa team is a is a machine. Yeah, and uh, we know that's going to be probably just as good as next year because we all know that Tampa's going to be thirty nine million over the cap, and somehow they're going to cap circumvent that. But um, yeah, it's it's going to be a good finals though. Um, let's get on to a bit of the preview part. Uh, game one starts Monday. In Tampa Bay, um, like I like I said in the Habs uh, night's review, I think the Habs can can push this to a six seven game series. I think it's a six seven game series. In the end, though, um, I do have Tampa winning in seven, but I, I won't count out the Habs because they're they are a good team, especially with the defensive system they employ. Carey Price, um, some of their offensive weapons like Caulfield, Suzuki, Kokaniemi, Gallagher, Toffoli. Um, even hell more in the bottom of six like Lekkinen, you got Shea Weber, Petrick. It's a good team. 
Um, and Canada's going to be – the league's going to be cheering hard for the Habs, and hopefully they can break the Canadian curse because uh, it's been a long 28 uh, – yeah, 20 – yeah, it's been a long 28 years without a cup here. So hopefully the Habs who started the curse can end the curse. The Leafs, anyone who beats in the Heaves Labs Heat, the Leafs have series. Anyone – the one team that won that series has moved on to win the cup. But yeah. That was 50 years ago, 50 odd years ago. I just, yeah. It's going to be Tampa. It's going to be Tampa. I'm going to hate it. It's probably Tampa, but like I said, you don't count out the halves. I think they're actually a solid team and they're going to make a lot of people wrong. And uh, Mickey Mouse Division, still, is it still Mickey Mouse? Yes. No. Mickey Mouse, what? The West, West is still Mickey Mouse. Yeah, but people, some people think the West is actually good, which is Cap. Like when every time, if you are a Prisoners Trophy winner, and and a elite team, and just in Minnesota, and of ex like cup winning team in St. Louis, and you can't move on to a team that went below five hundred. But like again, it's the playoffs. I get it. I get it. But yeah. again, the North wasn't that great. Vegas can't beat that team. It's you. You are Mickey Mouse team. Mickey Mouse division. Screw it. There's you only. There's only. Like honestly, there's only two good teams in the West. Like I was even high. I know we're getting a bit really off topic here, but I wasn't even high on St. Louis before the season started because I just hated their goaltending. I hated their defense, and I didn't like their depth. Like they're not. They're not good. They're not good. But I mean, it's I digress. That Bennington also had to deal with injuries. The injuries to like the defense and to the forward core. It's like even if he wasn't like playing up the part, he was still in a deep grave with the injuries. Right, but uh, anyways, um, it's gonna be a good, it's gonna be a damn good cup finals. I can't, I cannot wait. Um, uh, the season has been pretty fast though. It's been a really fast season. Feels like yesterday. It was the start of I don't know. It's, it feels like yesterday. Uh, that uh, uh that uh Ovechkin Cup in 2018. That's how fast time goes. But um, anyways, hopefully uh to our viewers, you guys enjoy the finals. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of content this upcoming off season, including a live draft, a live expansion draft, live for agency, more interviews, etc. So look out for that, and thank you guys for watching.